Hey guys, it's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price, and today's episode is Be Still. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know that today's episode comes with a trigger warning as we'll be discussing suicide. Alright, so the other day I was putting on my makeup and looking in the mirror, and I thought about how, you know, like, before we put on our makeup, it's like a blank canvas. Before I paint a picture, because I love to like paint, do watercolor, before I paint a picture, it's like a blank canvas. There's nothing there. And I couldn't help to think about how God is constantly painting a canvas with us. He's constantly working on us, constantly molding us, constantly, you know, uh, making us in who we're supposed to be. And it got me to thinking about how we need quietness. I have no idea how this came up and all of that. But in the process of him making us who we need to be and in the process of him painting a canvas, how much we also need not only the busyness of everything that comes along with it, like the studying, the listening, the um, everything that you can do to build your relationship, but we also need quietness in that to hear from God and the stillness of that. Um, and so I thought that that was just almost like a part of that. And I know that when I'm painting on a canvas, I don't think about much. Like I'm literally sitting there and I'm painting and I'm not thinking about anything on the outside. And there is quietness and stillness in that. And I feel like that part of our relationship with Christ is so important that we sit in that. We sit quiet and still. And there's a scripture in Isaiah 30, 15, and it's the Lord speaking. And he says, in repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. And, you know, in that quietness is where we find our strength. And there's just something to be said about being still, not doing anything Um, but closing everything off, you know, still means not moving or making a sound. And there's something in that not moving or making a sound, but just listening. So being still is being still, being quiet, you know, just being there, just being right where you're at. And that's what brings strength. And so if you think about it, when we're going and going and going, we're exhausted. Like we have nothing left to give anybody. We've talked about not being able to give anybody because we are just so tired. But we we are constantly on the go and constantly pouring into other people, pouring into our families, pouring into our jobs, all of these things. And so we're tired, we're worn down. But if we're just taking the time to be still and be with God, it says that being still gives strength. And so he can give us that strength and that makes so much sense when you put it that way because when we're still, we have time to rest and refresh and, and build up for the next day. But if we're not taking that moment and that time to sit and be still, then we're going to continue to be exhausted. Yeah. Just this week, I have never dealt with anxiety, really. Like, it's never been, like, a huge thing. Yes, I might get some anxiety when I'm, like, late for something and I'm like, oh, my gosh, we got to be there, you know. Or maybe I get a little bit of anxiety watching my son play baseball sometimes. But as far as like anxiety on an everyday life where I feel like something is sitting on my chest, I cannot 
get that feeling away. Like it's stressing me out. I don't know what's going on. I don't get that all the time. And I don't get it as deep as like not being able to pull out of it. And just this week, I had such anxiety. And my boss asked me, he's like, what's wrong? And I said, well, I said, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. What do you mean what's wrong? You know, like basically like there is so much going on right now that I, I, it's just a lot. And us sitting here talking about being still given strength, it has me to realize that that is really what I needed. You know, and sometimes we can't find that, that stillness and that quietness in our everyday life because we are having to take care of things. But when we get that time to actually, the quiet time, you know, most of the time when I get that quiet time, I am in my closet, but I'm still not just quiet and still. I'm reading, I'm writing, I'm doing all these things. When maybe God is just saying, hey, I just need you to literally stop making a sound, stop making noise, stop reading, stop writing, and just listen. And that's hard for me because, you know, I want to just be active and I want to be in scripture and I want to hear from him through the word of God and I want this and I want that. But literally sometimes it's really where we hear things from God in, you know, just not doing anything at all. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I know for myself, when I, I do the exact opposite because for me, I stay busy sometimes so I don't have to be still because if I'm still, I have time to think. And if I have time to think, I can be thinking about the negative things that have happened in my life, the sad things that have happened in my life, the things that are currently going on. Because when we are still, we're forced to think about things. Yeah. If we're busy, we're consuming our minds with everything around us and we're keeping our focus off of that thing. And sometimes... God needs us to focus on the one thing that we don't want to focus on to move through it, to get past it. Yes. And truly, we can't do that when we are staying busy. And I know for my own self, because for years I fought and fought and fought and I stayed busy and I always made sure I had stuff lined up because I didn't want to face the truth. I didn't Mm -hmm. want to face my past. I didn't want to face the things that haunted me for years and years. But when I finally stopped and I was still and I allowed him to minister to my heart and I just listened Yes, it was hard, really hard. Yeah. But I was able to listen and, and hear it and then speak it out of my own mouth and move forward. Yeah. And we miss that when we are so occupied with so many things and we're honestly trying to block out the stillness because we know that gives us time to think. I love that you said that because in when you're sitting with God but you're not doing anything other than just being with God, even when you like are starting to think about all those things that maybe you don't want to come to terms with or maybe you don't want to think about. It's that process that God needs to to happen through you mm-hmm. to move you into that next level. But in the busyness most of the time, we're not able to process that. And then we're kind of stuck, you know, in a position of... Um, We want to hear from God, but in that process, we are hearing from God because we're moving somewhere in it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I love that you said that right then. I I read something the other day, too, that it, and and this speaks for my own self, it actually, I was like, wow, and I've already shared this with Crystal, too. It said, um, and I don't remember word for word, but basically what it was saying, it was a book I was reading, and it said, um, 
do you feel like you can't hear God? Do you feel like God has gone quiet on you? And I started thinking about it. I'm like, there have been plenty of times in my life where I felt like I wasn't hearing from him or that Mm -hmm. he was just quiet. And I know that they say that um, if you feel distant from God, it's not because he moved, it's because you moved. And and that does have so much truth behind it. But but the quote that I read, it said, um, when when God is quiet, you need to be quieter. And I was like, wow. Because even though we can't, we don't feel like we can hear him, and even though we may be being somewhat quiet, mm-hmm. we're still distracted at times. Like you said, even in that closet when we're alone with him, we're spending yeah. time reading, worshiping, praying, but we're not just sitting, just being right there with him. And I know for me, if I'm just sitting there and I'm just being with him, which is few and far between because I'm constantly busy too, um, even in my time with him, it really does bring a lot to the surface, but it also, I would be lying if I said I didn't hear from him because when we have nothing else going on, nothing else to do. And we are just sitting there with him mm-hmm. and we're just, just sitting. We're not doing anything else. We're not praising him. We're not, you know, thanking him. We're not praying for, for miracles. We're not worshiping. Like we are literally just sitting and we're waiting. And sometimes that's all he needs from us is to just sit still, mm-hmm. open our ears, open our hearts and our minds to him and really just listen to what he's trying to tell us because we will miss out on things if we're not still. And while being still looks different in different situations, for me, you know, even through this whole COVID thing, we've, we've been forced to be stiller than normal, but things are slowly, you know, starting to get back to how they were. Yeah. But even still, did I take that time and be still in the time that I was able to do that? Probably right. not like I should have. And so, you know, Crystal and I both have just felt a pull from God to just say, just sit with me, just be with me, Mm -hmm. just listen to what I have to tell you, because we both have had on our hearts that he's speaking to us, but there may be some things that we're still not sure of. And it's like, well, I just want the rest. I want to know. I want to know what he's speaking to me, but we haven't really stopped to just be still and sit in his presence. I was just thinking while you were talking and I want to out. I'm trying to answer this question in my head and listen to you at the same time. And, you know, here we go. But I was just thinking, when is the last time you could truly say that you did nothing but sit in God's presence? I truly don't have an answer. Like, I I, I don't know. I mean, I even when I'm in the middle of the night and I can't sleep, I will get up, I will open my Bible, exactly. and I will write, and I will write my prayers or pray, but I will not just sit there. Yeah. It's because we're scared. We're scared of what's going to be said. We don't, it's the unknown, what am I going to hear? Because when we're quiet, we hear things, yeah. which is why I sleep with my fan on at night, because I don't want to hear things, right. you know? So we're blocking everything out, and that's what we do with God oftentimes. We block Him out, even even though worshiping and praying and spending time in, in Scripture are things we are supposed to do, like you said, with our relationship. But those things can also become a distraction right. too. And for myself, I would say it's been more of a distraction. And I cannot tell you, I don't know if, honestly, I don't know if I've ever really just sat with Him. I mean, I'm sure there's been some times, but even when I've just sat with a candle lit, I've had worship music going. Like I have not just listened, just sat there and was like, okay, God, I'm here and I'm not going to say a word and I'm going to try to control my thoughts and not think anything at all and just wait. I was, I was trying to answer the question in my head for myself and I completely cannot remember. I know there has been a time where I have cried out to God and I can remember that specifically crying out to God and saying, God, fix this. And I can remember sitting there and crying it out and crying it out and crying it out over and over again and then just getting still. And I was on my knees and I was in my closet and I was literally 
crying out to him, but also crying literally. Mm-hmm. And I just got quiet. And in that quietness, I can remember him saying, there's nothing for me to fix. It has already been made perfect. Mm-hmm. And I can remember in my head going, I have been looking at this in a perspective that it needed to be fixed when there was nothing really to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Like, God had already made that perfect and complete. And what he was doing is working and progressing what needed to happen and working on someone's heart and working on my heart at the same time. But I can remember specifically hearing from him in that quietness, in that stillness. And I think that that is really the place that sometimes we become the most disciplined is listening and not speaking or not doing, but just listening. Mm-hmm. There's discipline in that listening. And we, like you said, you know, even when I get in my car, I immediately go to, I need a podcast or I need to listen to worship music or I need something and I need that. And in reality, sometimes it's like seeing and hearing and and being And someone the other day, when I was struggling, they said to me, what do you see? Think about three things you see right now. Think about three things you hear right now. Think about three things you can touch right now. And in my head, it was the simplest. I was in my car. And in my head, it was like, I see a stoplight. I see a road sign. I see the sunshine. And then it was like, I'm touching my steering wheel. I'm touching my my floorboard. Like it was the simplest things. I hear nothing. And like it was those things though. But in that moment of doing that, I was quiet. And I still was just kind of like being there. And I was thinking about these things. But I was, I was not listening to anything. But in that moment, I had a sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Because... I was, it was simple and it was simplicity of just being there with God and knowing like there's nothing significant to like I'm holding a steering wheel, but it it was okay. It calmed me because I was just, I was thinking about the peace of God and nothing even more than that. You know what I mean? Like, does that make, that, mm-hmm. I, I think to me, like that was the stillness of just listening and being okay with just Right there, what was in front of me. I think, too, as you're saying that, I'm thinking, I wanted to spit it out, was like gratitude. Because when you can can see and name three things in front of you, you know what that means? That means you have sight to see. So many people don't. We take that for granted every day. And so if we can see, I remember after, I remember after a friend had committed suicide, I'm going to cry. I went out on the porch and I remember sitting there and just listening to the birds chirping. Mm. And I remember the breeze blowing the trees. And I remember thinking, man, what do we take for granted every single day? Mm. And it's something about appreciating life a lot more when a life is lost. Mm -hmm. And that was so hard for me. But in that moment, I was like, I'm going to praise God and I'm going to worship him no matter what but I'm not going to take my life for granted because we're not promised tomorrow and I just remember sitting there and really struggling with the fact that something so simple like the sound of the birds the sound of the trees moving from the wind is something that I can hear and then in that moment too I was like man what if I couldn't hear that like 
I have so much to be thankful for, Mm -hmm. but I can't hear that because I'm blocking it out with everything else that's around me. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking about just crying on your floor, I remember a time that I cried on my floor, but you know how like you cry and you cry and you have nothing left to give. And it's like, eventually those tears just stop and you have, you're just at a point where you've overcried yourself and you can't keep going on with it and you just stop and you just lay there because you're exhausted But in that moment, you're being still. You're not crying. You're not, you don't even have any thoughts left to think. But it is in those moments, like you said, that God can truly speak. He can speak to us and, you know, he he can make changes and shifts in our lives. But we miss that if we're not taking that opportunity to just be still with him. My heart is so heavy with you talking about that instance because I'm going to cry too. But one of the (laughs) hardest things... I've ever seen in my life was a mom losing her kid to suicide. And I'll never forget that day because she asked to see the the paper. She wanted to somebody to see bring her the paper of her son. And when she got to the picture of her son, she screamed and she said, "Not my baby, not my baby." And I can remember leaving that house And Kaylee was just a baby at that time. And I can remember leaving that house and sitting in my car and just weeping. And I can remember hearing from God just like the calmness of just Him just giving peace within my heart. But I can just remember her, I can also just remember her crying out and being like, that is really what God does to us as his children Mm -hmm. and he cries out for us just to be still sometimes and just to listen and I can't imagine like in that moment of hurt but like having to have that hope I just there's so much there's so much awakening in sitting with God and just being in his presence Mm. and needing nothing else. There is that. I feel like I'm like drained. Like I have nothing (laughs) left to speak. I've got a whole, a whole list of things I can say, but when it comes to things like that, it truly is an eye opener. And if you, I hope you haven't had to face situations like that because it is some of the worst memories. I'm sure that ring in your head every time you hear those words that that mom said. And I know for me, just like I, I replay it in my head all the time uh, and just yeah. take me back to that place. And maybe God uses that so that I can always be taken to, back to that place of just gratitude and thankfulness for the things that I do have, even the smallest of things like sight, vision, hearing. And, you know, I I just I try so much to be thankful for what he has blessed us with. But whew, I'm going to shift it a little bit because... Okay, <laughs> it got real serious. <laughs> it did, but I was going to read um, James one nineteen, and it says, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, so to, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And this is another thing I wanted to hit on before we ended was so often we are thinking, when someone makes us mad, we're thinking about what we're going to say back to them. We're, we're just waiting for our opportunity, our turn to say what we want to say back in return. We're thinking of how we're going to defend ourselves. We're, yeah. we're thinking of letting them know that they've hurt us with the things that they've said. And, you know, we want to fight back. But truly, 
there is a time for everything. And, and when we're thinking constantly about what we want to say, what we want to do to, to come back at someone, you know, we're not taking the time to be still. And if we were to really just stop and be still and be still yeah. with God, we would for certain not have the same things to come back and say to somebody that we would in if we were to just blurt out our thoughts in that moment. Yeah. And sometimes that's what we need to do with situations like that is we just need to stop. We need to stop our thoughts, stop our, our tongue from speaking and just be still with God. Because in situations like that too, he can minister to our hearts and he really can shift our perspective, shift our thoughts shift our feelings, and and we cannot go off of feelings. Uh, and that's something that we're guilty of doing often too. But I I myself do not want to be that person that's quick to do all of these things and, and miss an opportunity because even when somebody treats us badly, we still have the opportunity to show Christ-like love right. and love them like Christ loves us despite what they deserve, despite what we deserve. We still have the opportunity to love on them, and we can still show them Jesus even through the moments they're they're being ugly to us. I feel like that's truly when we become obedient and we find that obedience of which Christ has made for us in Him. Because in being still and in being quiet um, and in taking time to listen before we speak or before we make a move, we become obedient and... That's what God has called us to be, is obedient in His Word and who He is, um, and structured and disciplined. And I think that that's where all that shows up in learning to be still and in learning to be quiet because there's so much that is going on constantly around us that that's probably the hardest thing for us to do. Mm-hmm. And in that hard space of just letting God speak to you, you know, we're constantly consumed with other things. And so I think my question for everybody today, and this is something that I even want to focus on too, is when is the last time you were still, truly still, did not do anything else? And I challenge you this week to find a time to sit and be still and just listen and not do anything else, not write, not pray, not not read scripture, not listen to worship music, not listen to podcasts, but just sit somewhere. And I know we all have kids, we all have husbands, maybe you don't have kids, maybe you have friends, maybe you have work, maybe you consume yourself and other things, but find a time, because there is time, people go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and things happen, but fine. And I know you're tired. That's the other thing is we are all tired. We all get exhausted. We're all tired. But truly find a time to sit and be still, be quiet, and just be in the presence of God. Yeah. And if you're waiting on something, I want to say this too. If you're waiting on something, you're waiting for God to perform a miracle. You're waiting on God to answer the prayer about that job opportunity. You're waiting on God to open a door uh, for pregnancy. You're waiting for him to, you know, put the right child in your life for adoption or foster or, or whatever it may be. I know that sometimes too, we can consume ourselves with thoughts in our situations and we're waiting and we're tired of waiting. And what I'm noticing with being still also goes along with that is patience. And that's something a lot of us don't have because we want what we want when we want it. 
I'm guilty of it. And so if there's something that you're waiting on, um, Psalms 37, 7 says, Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for Him to act. We have to wait on Him. We have to just be still with Him, be patient, give Him that that patience that is so hard to give, but just wait because He always comes through when He is ready and we can't push His timing on anything. But in the moments of being still and waiting on Him, we can learn so much if we just stop and listen. And mm-hmm. I don't want to ever miss out on that. That's good. I thank you guys for joining us today. We hope that you find the stillness. And we hope that you are, if you're patiently waiting on something like Susan said, we hope that you can be quiet and be still and, and have find hope in the Lord during these times. So thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.